Welcome to the AI Show. I'm Scott Stevenson, <laughs> co-founder of DeepGram. With me is Jeff Ward, a.k.a. Susan. Hi, all. He's a Navy pilot, acclaimed dad joke writer, and AI scientist at DeepGram. On the AI Show, we talk about all things AI. What is it? What can you do with it? How does it affect you? And where is it going? We're live and ready to answer your questions. Comment on YouTube and Twitch or tweet at DeepGram AI to join in. Today, we're asking the question, a very big question. What will the AI utopia look like? Yeah, we were a little negative Debbie Downer kind of not so happy on the last show. Yeah. And... You know, it was a dystopia. It was well, a what's dystopia. A, what's a utopia? It's easy. You know, people get. It's easy to get sucked into the trap of. Why be so negative, man? Things are gonna destroy your life, but man, are there some cool things that it's gonna do for us? Yeah, I'm like, really excited like about this. Like what? Oh, well, I don't believe you. You don't believe me. You don't believe me. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just looking for all the easy ones. Let's mm-hmm. let's. You're gonna live longer. Oh, okay. do you want to live longer, Scott? How's, how's AI gonna do that? Well, I mean, better medicine, things like better that. Better medicine, bioinformatics. I'm not gonna lie. If it if it it's weren't for dope. the farm like bot world and the mm-hmm. machine learning of mm-hmm. of speech recognition, bioinformatics world, is up there. Bioinformatics for you. is a solid number three of yeah. where I would have gone. I like that. I, it was yeah. amazing looking into the stuff that's going yeah. on. Uh, actually, Nvidia had this really cool demo last year yeah. where they took uh, like a two D. Uh, I forgot it was MRI or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. and used machine learning to turn it into a 3D, you know, view. Oh yeah, you know, automatically oh, yeah, yeah. segmenting out like organs and yep. all sorts of stuff. I yeah. mean, you know, this is just like the level one stuff, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? You know, just take data and make it look pretty. Yep, but yep. Well, you know, just give you better view. Exactly. Take this thing that used to be slices, turn it into something that you know you can rotate around and look yeah. at it and be it's, like, oh, there it is. It, it's it's amazing. I mean, e- even without being a doctor, you can look at the, some of this stuff now mm-hmm. and say, that's clearly not supposed to be there. You may want to get that looked mm-hmm. at, right? Well, speaking of Nvidia, though, they they use AI now to do ray tracing yeah. a lot better and uh, like, hey, you figure out a few things, but then fill in the rest using AI and it can speed everything up, make it look awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, let's let's get the brass tacks here. Better video games equals better life. Heyo. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's just that's just the incredibly obvious stuff, uh-huh. you know? Like uh, you know, the the world is just wide open for amazing new things, tra- transformative things. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, and pretty much everybody's seen driving cars driving around their city, mapping everything around. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the autonomous you know revolution is about is going to come upon us. Yep. But there's so many cool things that's going to enable. Yeah. Right. Cars drive you around. Yeah. You, you take a nap. Yeah. I'm. You know. I'm not going to lie. There's been a couple. You play video games. Well. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a couple evenings where I wanted a responsible vehicle to take me home. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> and and, you know, you know, the, the, yeah. that will be nice. But also yeah, the just, car hasn't had a few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think you know what I'm talking yeah. about, Scott. Yeah. Uh, you're sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, how cool would it be to to get into your car, you know, after work on a Friday and then, you know, stretch out your arms like this in the nice wide open space space because mm-hmm. you don't have the driving steering wheel yeah. and all there you know pull a blanket over yourself and wake up on the other side of the country well uh-huh. not quite but you know sure wake up you know a thousand miles away hey we're in san francisco why not end up in denver exactly i'm gonna go skiing tomorrow yeah it's a little far yeah but yeah but just just take me there you know mm-hmm. and and wake me up every once in a while for a, a nice little break here mm-hmm. and there right shake it's shaking yeah. the car a little bit uh, <laughs> oh, okay i'm up i'm, I'm up. up what i'm up <laughs> um 
<laughs> but yeah. yeah, even even that. I mean, just you know that that's talking about you know you and me. Mm-hmm. But what about grandma, yeah. grandpa? Oh yeah. Like, just imagine the 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 amazing freedom that they will have. You know, I I, I don't know about. You know your particular, you know, extended mm-hmm. family there, mm-hmm. but I know that my grandparents basically reach a day when it's it's probably not a good day for them to drive. Yeah, right. And Get the to have that be- conversation. Yeah, the yeah. day before, good. A few times. The day after, probably not. You know, yeah. it, it's it this independence thing falls off so quickly, mm-hmm. and yet if you can, you know, have self driving cars, and it can be much longer pushed off, more gradual. You'll, yeah. you'll still be programming and where they're going, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you'll getting, be getting the phone call. How do you tell it to go to the store? <laughs> one, one of my favorite Uber for X companies uh, mm-hmm. out there is or there are two companies, Silver Car and mm-hmm. Go Go Grandparent. I like it. Basically, Uber for old people, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, but their, their great uh, viral marketing technique was not like, you know, Facebook ads or like videos or anything like that. It was like postcards that you would send to your friends it's mm. such a good idea i love it but yeah you know hey why why not that uh grandparents get in the ai car now you don't have to have the human driving you around anymore and, yeah. and they can you know they can still make it to, you know sunday take, dinner exactly and, take a know, trip to stuff. to go shopping do all of that yeah so what do you yeah. think no, scott what, what's a big area that you're thinking I'm, of? i'm really i'm really big on my life becoming easier Ooh. that would be awesome so it's like uh you get in uh you get in your car and you're about to drive somewhere and you have to fumble with your google maps and put in a stupid address for it and be like no not that address this other address and oh i also want to make a stop along the way to go get some donuts or cookies or whatever because hey i'm going to this meeting or something like that and like why can't i make all this easier just talk to it like a human or i could um or it just knows that hey it's nine o'clock and scott's going to work you know and we stop at the coffee shop scott yeah whatever yeah like ask yeah exactly so no it's okay yeah today yeah but it suggests a really good thing bring in donuts for this i already called ahead you know oh great all we have to do is stop by there you told me hey yo you told me last time your coworkers really appreciate Appreciated you bringing in donuts. Yeah, exactly. No, I heard, you know, because I was through present the, through the AI grapevine. Yeah, I was present because your phone was present and yeah. it noticed, you know, mm-hmm. that everybody really liked that. And so maybe we should do that again. People are so, happier with donuts. So, yeah, I think everything becoming just, I, we've already kind of noticed that. I mean, shopping has become easier because of technologies. A lot of things become easier. Uh, you still have lots of like uh, annoying things that you have to do in life, and AI won't take care of all of them, you know. But there's a, it's a, there's, a, there's a lot that I think it could help with. But like uh, food is another big one for people. Oh, yeah. Not just agriculture. We should get there. Oh, but yeah, also yeah. like, uh, what are we going to eat tonight? Oh, I don't know. Oh, what are we going to say? Well, uh, well, you know. if, you, if AI can solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. Well. How well, many more marriages would be saved? It's a discovery <laughs> problem in a lot of ways, right? It's like if, if, it, if this uh, machine learning uh, program was able to give you a something that you guys would both agree on. Yeah. that you think like actually that's new you know that's yeah. that's interesting yeah that's great and not only that it suggests like uh here's here's a couple options right for that you probably would want this this and this you know and like actually i would want that yeah, yeah. let's get that let's get that let's just see what happens yeah. right mm-hmm. and then we can poo poo it later we can blame the machine exactly. you know oh man. yeah that's offloading blame exactly the <laughs> machine did it i'm loving offloading yeah. blame right yeah. now this is great oh. right and so yeah but what about uh, agriculture Oh man, agriculture! Like you know there plentiful. There food. are uh, 
you know, agriculture is rife with with disruption for AI in very amazingly good ways. Yeah. Um, just you know, one of my one of my big hopes is that we will re-enable the small farmer again. Yeah. And that is because when you look at, you know, big agriculture, they're all about taking huge tracts of land and trying mm-hmm. to make it look very similar mm-hmm. and not and flatten it all flatten out, make it all, all. Yeah. Grow the exact same crop. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, because you get the economies of scale, you get everything yep. the same. You can, yep. you can be really yeah, good. Farming at it. is hard. You know, yeah. it's it's not super. Uh, there's it, not a super high yield. Food doesn't cost all that much. They so have to do a whole bunch of it. And exactly. You have to do it cheaply. And, and, yeah. and it, you know, it takes a lot of intelligence and a whole lot of work to deal with any kind of difference. Yeah. So I, machine learning. Situational awareness as well. Take that off. You know, yeah. right. Imagine now you, you only have 10 or 15 acres mm-hmm. and it's got, you know, hills and nooks and crannies yep. and all sorts of different stuff. You know, the dirt over here is slightly different than the dirt over there. Yeah. Machine yeah. learning can, downhill. can help learn those differences and enable like plant these crops there and plant yep. those crops there. And then you take it to the next level, you know, the automated machinery of, of the future could help automate doing all the farm tasks mm-hmm. in a much more varied mm-hmm. world. And so well, it decides what to plant where. <laughs> well, it goes it, and harvests it. I think it, it, it it's a guidance thing. I don't yeah. want to say, you know, there's I don't want to fall in the trap of machine learning decides. I think it's a an enabling yeah. thing more than a a this is what you shall have on your land. Well, you know? I think it's more like I, here's the plan. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? go ahead. Go and, do and, it. And that'll go to allow, town. That'll allow farmers like any profession mm-hmm. and any professional to focus more on the the harder pieces of it. You know, mm-hmm. so like start taking care of the average. Give me a rough plan, and maybe I'll tweak it for, yeah. the, the, for those little interesting things. I predict prices on this are going to be different mm-hmm. or you know maybe farm costs over here are going to be different for things mm-hmm. that the machine can't take into account and, and tweak it that way yeah and and those are just you know a few of the small things you know talk yep. about distribution that's going to be revolutionized mm-hmm. in, in farming you know it's going to be faster to your table it's going to be fresher to your table it's going to be more diversity mm-hmm. you know if you if you do enable utilizing yeah. more of the land you're going to enable a more diverse set of crops to come to market I, I think that there's a lot in the future of food that machine learning is going to help, you know, the farmer and mm-hmm. the. What about robots cooking? <laughs> My wife went to the robot uh, hamburger joint here. That yeah. Opened up in San Francisco. Good. And, uh, I think her take was okay. Okay. Yeah. But well, I mean, hey, that's just pretty good. Up, right. That's you know? pretty good. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're, they're, they're like, I would assume the first one is like, no, it's disgusting. You don't want to go there. Right. <laughs> but hey, no, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. yeah well, that's I a, mean, that's pretty ringing endorsement. Yeah. Pretty, you know, ringing endorsement for, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. for a robot. Scratch. Well, <laughs> yeah. their, their big thing I think was, um, it was literally ground exactly at that point, the moment it was ordered. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but when they grind it, they grind it in a way so that it makes it more tender because now they can control literally as little pieces of meat are uh-huh. put together yeah like exactly uh, where they, they, they had, go <laughs> they had some you know some hook some well that's cute yeah. yeah everybody has to have a story so yeah that, that makes sense yeah. uh what about medical perspective we're all gonna live longer we already heard that yeah i mean well let's talk about you and monitoring you yeah. and what you can get out of it Ooh. forget big medicine Let's yeah. not talk about, you know, being able to segment the body and find yeah. organs and find all sorts of things wrong with you or whatever. Let's hook up an AI that monitors you daily, uh-huh. f- takes your pulse, figures out your heart rate, 
and your 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 ex- respiration, how much you're eating, what, you know, what activities you're doing, and starts figuring out whether or not you feel good or bad, and how to tweak you to get yeah. better. It's like yeah. you and know motivate what? you to get better. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know what? Wait five more minutes, uh-huh. or right now is the exact perfect time. Uh-huh. Try these. You know, last time you did exercises, <laughs> these were the ones that seemed to help you more than those. Yeah, yeah. You know, the sixteen ounce curls yeah. work best only once a week, not yeah. five times a week. Uh-huh. You know, but but monitoring those things that actually make a difference in your life i i could see how this would be life or death for children oh man start put a, mon- put a monitoring collar on your child With a little shock on are it. they no, are, no, no shocks that's not ethical that's the upgrade um <laughs> but it's uh, tells you are they alive or dead at any point in time are they drowning you yeah. know are they in distress you know this uh, this uh, you know take all the worry off now you can have free range kids again just right? let them go just let them go because you know you could do, you could do this uh, in the past you could put all these sensors on them but then what would you do with all the data right you need that you need some ai to tell you like actually this is this is a good this is fine they're yeah, fine they're fine this is the bad stuff right oh well something's going on you know yeah they 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 probably will not be eaten by hyenas yeah right now. It, it serves the purpose of a scream you know yeah. a little scream detector a little you know yeah. that's it could be good so yeah i mean the, the personal the personal uh bio world i think it's really really cool but you know going back to transportation i think there's a an angle here that people aren't really thinking about i want to hear it oh yeah so i you know i have a little bit of an aviation background and uh just one, a little bit just a little yeah bit. <laughs> navy pilot no big deal no no big deal mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no big yeah. Deal. anyways um you know, people think about automation just taking someone out of the cockpit. They don't yeah. think that it gets rid of the cockpit. Mm. And no more cockpit. Yeah, you don't really realize, you know, it, what that means for the redesign of an aircraft. Mm. Why you, would they want to do that? Why would you want? Why would you want to take people out of the cockpit? Well, ignoring the fact that the majority of problems actually happen between the yoke and the seat, um, meaning the person, meaning the pilots. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, it'll be safer and all that stuff. Just imagine what, from a design perspective, aircraft. A lot of the things that you don't realize are designed on aircraft that cause a lot of extra weight and structure mm-hmm. um, have everything to do with just pilots being able to to see for example mm. i gotta be able to see the runway mm-hmm. right and that means i have to do all sorts of crazy things with flaps and stuff like that you know just to be able to land and take it off the plane just so mm-hmm. i can see the runway mm-hmm. if, I'm, if there's a machine it doesn't need to see in the same way i do mm-hmm. so you don't have to have all that crazy structure dedicated to these yeah. weird changing surfaces on, a lighter on, on, more yeah, efficient lighter, less complicated efficient. yeah you can also design it for a better regime of cruise as opposed to mm-hmm. the landing and takeoff you know areas mm-hmm. n- not as as challenging design as it was well, before it, it just autonomous vehicles but airplanes you yeah know, but like uh, that's that that's same, the same doesn't have goes, to be remote controlled exactly can, yeah it, the same argument itself. now comes over to the self-driving car world you yeah. can see it there like if you got rid of the center you know the 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 front you know steering wheel and all the stuff on the console and all that stuff you get a lot more room got back, room to lounge man right and this this is one of the you know not a plug for tesla mm-hmm. um but one of their one of their things is hey because we've gotten rid of a lot of the engine components there's a mm-hmm. lot more room inside the cabin mm-hmm. well yeah. now you get even more of those components going yeah. there's even more you can do and you can yeah. it's like a hotel room and, in there and turn around yeah so so go again going back to the aviation world you can get smaller planes that go longer and further distances and that just really opens up travel i think yep well the, you know? then uh does everybody live in a city 
now, you know, like, oh, maybe you go farther away. Uh, More more urban sprawl, but is that a bad thing? (laughs) Depends on what you want. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I think that that could happen, you know? Drone delivery of your milk and eggs out of the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could live. You could. You could probably live Amazon like, Prime for everybody. Yeah, I'm, I've got my my own personal lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three hundred miles yeah. away, so, and here comes the, the land of drone. ten thousand lakes, and one of them is mine. Yeah, yeah. there you go. You yeah. know, so that, that that lakefront property becomes a lot more valuable yeah. as as Amazon starts delivering there. Yeah, you know? yeah. okay. You're, you're no longer okay. disconnected. I I I think also uh, in the energy sector, there's going to be a big deal oh, here. That's cool. It's like better better use of the grid. This is already kind of happening, but um, better systems designed for that, um, and then uh, systems to switch between, choose what you should do, price it, etc., make it more efficient. Um, but also machine learning techniques to find out new power sources. So mm. what I mean is, uh, fusion has been a promise for a long time and um it actually is really close to happening and it, it and it's like man uh what's the real problem here uh it might it, it might be the people <laughs> and saying hey here are the laws of physics and here are the constraints that we have um it's probably going to be real complicated to make this work can we throw some computing power and a machine learning algorithm to guess at what the best type of fusion device would be Damn. and there's been progress made on this lots of progress Lately. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm actually hearing the, the eternal joke of fusions always well, it's only 20, 20 years yeah, away. It's only 20 years away. <laughs> now, maybe it's, it's... It might like, actually be 20 years away. <laughs> it might actually yeah. be now. Yeah. You know, they're talking about, you know, hitting, hitting uh, equilibrium points, you know, equal power points. Or I forgot that that yeah, term yeah. is called. Over maybe, unity. Yeah, over unity. There we go. In yeah. like five, 10 years, maybe. You know? Yeah. Now, actually capturing back... The energy there is a different thing, but yeah, you know, who knows? it puts out more than you put into it. That's a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super Well, stoked. I mean, if you're turning into a steam thing and you just need to cool it down and whatnot, it can't be too hard uh, to do that. But, you know, heat is kind of easy to transport. But, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's all wrapped in those superconducting magnets. So yeah, you got to get heat from in know. there, yeah, outside yeah, of true. there. You got to pipe it out. Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm no. So this is this is, this is let, let the machine learning algorithm figure out those exactly. Problems. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> the point. It's the point. Yeah. You know what I think will be a, a, a really cool one, and you're starting to see this actually. No kidding, right now today. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I can no longer spell as a human being, mm-hmm. I will no longer need to write. I'll just type in like the three keywords and it'll and it just knows <laughs> the idea that you're, oh, that's what you're doing. Well, hey, Google already has a pretty good idea of how this goes, right? You put in your three keywords uh-huh. into Google I'm, and it kind of knows what you're oof. looking for here. So. On second thought, yeah. maybe I should. <laughs> I should. You've already been programmed for that. <laughs> those, those, those top 10 results sometimes are not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, yeah. So, uh, so energy, I think, is big. Do you think en- anything in energy? Other oh, well, than, other we're already seeing huge things along. You know, again, I, you, now I've brought up the same company twice. Uh oh, Tesla, Tesla, and, yeah, and Powerwall, power. yeah. They're well, solar. They're, they've done some um, pretty cool stuff with big batteries in, in Australia that's really paid off. But their their next set of big projects are all about 
decentralized power. You know, here's a your power wall in the home, but also becoming now a municipal power grid because all these things are linked together intelligently to take load and push load and all sorts of different stuff. So they're they're really trying to reshape the grid, and to do that, you're going to have to have some very intelligent controls because it you know it doesn't take a, you, it only takes a little bit. Everybody deciding at the exact same moment to, to turn on their toaster <laughs> yeah. to, to really throw a, a system out of whack. You know, talk about civil disobedience. You just put on put a big billboard at, at 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Every single person go make toast. <laughs> and then bam. <laughs> I love this idea. I love this so idea. That, you know, managing a, a, a grid is, is a lot more complicated than people think. Yeah. And, and these types of algorithms could could potentially really, really cut down on, on problems with spikes like that. Like I'm noticing like a lot of toaster sales. <laughs> <laughs> People talking about toasters going on around here. I'm a little fearful that I'm going to have to crank it up. At, at, right after we're done here, I'm going to open up my browser and I'm going to see an advertisement to sell me a toaster. <laughs> toaster yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, I think there were some things in the medical side that we didn't talk about, like uh, identifying cancer or oh, yeah. like, you know, being able to go into this imagery a lot better and, and tell you what's going on. Um, I mean, you touched on like three dimensional reconstruction and being able to look at it better. But, you know, you can also have areas pointed out to you yeah. like, well, this looks like a problem. This is not your standard kidney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, totally. There's, uh, you know, one of the, the, the classic things in facial recognition, the first thing you always learn is about using principal component analysis or something along those lines to say, this is what the standard face looks like, mm -hmm. right? So recognizing faces, mm -hmm. and, you know, recognizing those things. You can do that with effectively a kidney, but yeah. with a lot better results as you use much stronger techniques. Mm -hmm. And, and now, you know, you get, you walk in for your, your weekly your monthly your yearly exam and, you know, you just quickly zip around, do whatever MRI or whatever technique they're going to use to scan the inside of your body and poof, three dimensional you with little highlights, mm -hmm. you know, green, yellow, red, <laughs> black. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shouldn't have done that when I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like you may want to get that removed today. Yeah. <laughs> this one, you just need to exercise a little bit more. This is an Are there going to be robot AI powered doctors? Ooh. They're like strap you into a chair, dentist, and like do your dental work for you. I, well, you know, the whole telemedicine thing is, has been been a growing thing mm -hmm. for a long time and one of the biggest problems i understand in that field is is latency mm -hmm. right it just takes a long you know a thousand miles the speed of light and all the equipment in between means if you're gonna move a scalpel you've got a little bit of a delay there mm. so machine learning could enable that a lot more mm -hmm. again getting to the point where you know, the, the surgeon mm -hmm. is maybe doing more about guiding what's going to go on yeah. and not exactly doing decision making, what's but going not, to go yeah. on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It does the perfect stitch for them. Yep. Um, yeah. They don't actually have to, to do a perfect stitch here. Yeah. Yep. And then do a perfect stitch here. Exactly. <laughs> and then do another perfect stitch here. Cauterize over there. Yep. You know, yep. uh, there's, I, I saw uh, a while ago, a really cool thing where they were taking imagery of a beating heart and, um, fixing it with, I, I think there was like a, some sort of strobe light that would sync up to it. So the doctor would see it like synced up and then the scalpel would actually, the tip of the scalpel would change move to stay the same 
amount away from the beating heart. That is awesome. So that it looks like it's a still heart, and they could actually do yeah. surgery in yeah. real time but it's beating. on a beating heart. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty um, dope. You know, things like that are just, you know, that is the yep. future of medicine. Yeah. You know, there's 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 a competition to basically build the uh, the uh, the tricorder. Oh. You know, like every single year, mm -hmm. you know, they try to incorporate more and more of those things into mm -hmm. it. It's, mm -hmm. it. It only makes sense. You know, it's like, yeah, don't you want your doctor to, you know, to, to be able to come in and just go. Yeah, that's what's wrong with you. Done. You didn't have to, you mm -hmm. know, set up some sort of appointment and. You know, there it is. You know, oh, we can see right in this right here. This yep. is this is where it's going. You well, know? I think uh, scientific advancement might start coming quicker too, oh, as 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 ML and and uh, AI just really starts getting applied and used, just like electricity did. Yeah. You know, in the 1900s, or uh, people figuring out radioactivity and going on that. Uh, but like, there's once people start or, or math or computers or whatever, like it, they try to find a researcher that's not using a computer to analyze data, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in 10 years, it'll be like, try to find a researcher that's not using machine learning to analyze data. You know, it's, 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 it's going to become like water to people. Well, that was your, that was your world teasing a weak signal out using. Machine absolutely. Learning absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you, you can use, you could try to set up rules and write them, but it, you know, it becomes hard and cause there are all these, exceptions and whatever and you're like wow okay it's better if, it, it might be better if i just tell it like yep that's right yep that's wrong yep yeah. that's right yep that's wrong it's this is of that type that's of this type and then you just do that a few thousand times and then say figure it out yourself you know yeah. you pick all the parameters in order to satisfy that and uh it works very well you know uh -huh. and it, it totally changes how you think about the world too it's like i could spend all my time writing an algorithm or i could spend all my time getting relevant data and labeling it and then how is that going to turn out in the end and we're seeing over and over that spending the time on the algorithm is not usually the best option unless you have a very small amount of data well you know there's there's a truism in the machine learning world and we've kind of hit this before but data will live forever your algorithm likely won't yeah right <laughs> it always and gets the, better the algorithm yeah. is what makes you money right now yeah but i can almost guarantee you 10 years from now it's not going to be that same yep. model structure or even you know, fundamental yep. technology, but you'll probably keep going back yeah. to the data set that you collected. Then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you see this all over the place, the academic data sets and text and images and speech that have existed for the past uh, 40 years are still used yeah. to train uh, to train models today. Yeah, gives you a good baseline. So, yep, absolutely. Although, you know, learning the habits of people in the 50s, is, you know, probably isn't as relevant as, you know, getting collecting new data today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So so my utopia is going, I want my robot friend i don't know if it's a phone if it's a if it's a physical like thing that can roll around and dance or something stupid but you know something that you can talk to and it does stuff for you maybe it, it doesn't have to physically do it for you but call somebody up or schedule a cake to be ordered or you know pick up donuts or suggest food and you're actually like i like that i'm glad i didn't have to go do that discovery this is great you mm -hmm. know tell me more friend you yeah. know and uh, that'll that'll be really dope for me what what about you Oh, what's well, my, my personal, my, my, I like the travel aspect personally, you know, that's driven a large chunk of my life 
you know, the, the freedom to go places easily and see places easily. That teleporter. It's, you know, the equivalent, the equivalent, you're sleeping, you come in and out of consciousness, you know, and you wake up in a new place. Hey, that's teleporting, man. If you can get moved while you're sleeping. One of my best travel experiences was we were in uh, Sevilla in Southern Spain and we got a night train to Barcelona and we, we were dead tired because we had a long story. But we get on this train, we fall asleep in you know a nice, comfortable sleeping car, and we woke up to the, the Catalonian coast with the sunrise, and it was mm-hmm. like, this is what I want for every trip. <laughs> All traveling should be I like, was like this. This yeah. is what it should be like. You know, yep. it should be like you know the same thing. We're going to Yellowstone, Yosemite, yep. or going to you know Grand Canyon, or just going skiing. It's like I'm gonna fall asleep at the end of a normal day. Yep. That those dead hours that I don't, I'm not conscious of the world. Use them productively. Mm-hmm. Get me somewhere cool. Yep. Get me to wake up, you know, at a great place every day, and and I'll be happy. That that to me is a a really really huge thing. Yep. Yep. I I love it. Yeah. yeah. We should ask our listeners, what do you think will make yeah. the most positive impact? What are the thing you're excited about? We'd love to hear about it. Um, thanks for joining us on the AI show. What questions do you have about AI? Comment on YouTube or Twitch or tweet us at DeepGram AI. We are Scott and Susan from DeepGram. We're certainly not robots. And we definitely come in peace. See you next time. <laughs>